Good morning. Good morning. Please join me today for our scripture reading. Our scripture today comes from Philippians, the third chapter, verses 17 through chapter 4, verses 1, and it reads, Brothers and sisters, join in imitating me and observe those who live according to the example you have in us. For many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. I have often told you of them, and now I tell you even with tears. Their end is destruction. Their God is the belly and their glory is in their shame. Their minds are set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven. And it is from there that we are expecting a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He will transform the body of our humiliation that it may be conformed to the body of his glory by the power that also enables him to make all things subject to himself. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, my beloved. Today's sermon title is Make Your Choice. If I had to give a subtitle, it would simply be this. Whose disciple are you? And who are you making disciples for? Is it God or the enemy? Let us pray. Most gracious God, thank you for allowing us to be here today. Thank you, Lord, for pouring your spirit over us. Thank you, Lord, that even now you are opening our minds, our hearts, our eyes and our ears, that we may receive that which you have for us in this very moment. God, let us take the word that you have for all of us. Let it expand in our lives and let us better be the individuals that you called us to be in our homes, in our communities and in the world. In Jesus name. Amen. Prior to this portion of scripture today, Paul has admonished the Philippians or the church at Philippi to do a few different things. He admonished them to do nothing out of rivalry or empty conceit. He has admonished them to have no confidence in the flesh or their ability to earn their salvation. And he admonished them to look out for and love everyone, be they Jew or Gentile, be they slave or free, whatever the divide may be. He admonishes them to always and first of all, love. Paul repeats himself on numerous times. Paul repeats himself numerous times within these portions of Scripture and then tells the people, I am repeating myself as a safeguard against the false teaching that you may come up with, that it may resound in your mind as you walk through this journey called life. Then we arrive at today's scripture where we find Paul inviting the people, inviting the church to follow his example as he reaches for perfection through and in Christ. Yes, Paul understood, just like we understand, that mistakes will be made, but it is by God's grace that he, that we, that they shall be made whole. Amen. In the time where these scriptures were composed, teachers were admonished to live out their messages they taught their students for their students. Doing this caused not only the teachers to have credibility, but the, the actual message to have greater value. It's funny. 
I guess they didn't have the ability to ascribe to the motto of so many people today where they say, do as I say, not as I. It is funny that we allow ourselves to be in positions where, where we, we say one thing and we do something completely different. We tell everyone that they should love at all times and that love conquers all and every chance that we get, we spew hate on those that we don't understand. We, 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 we tell our children that they are always supposed to do the right thing and then we talk to them about grace and about mercy and as soon as they do something wrong, grace and mercy go out the window and we find ourselves doing the thing that is not of God. How many times have we consoled our kids? Have we consoled those around us? Have we consoled the, the, those, those children in our neighborhood that have been bullied because somebody else's self-esteem has been attacked? We, 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 we find ourselves in a position of contradiction more often than we probably would admit. But God is calling us. And Paul is asking the Philippians, the, the church at Philippi, to walk in purpose not out of rivalry or empty conceit, but out of love and devotion to God. You see, making the choice to walk in purpose, on purpose, gives others an example to follow, but it also gives them permission to emulate or imitate what they see. Paul in the scripture is calling his students, his disciples, to be good students and good disciples, but he's also inviting them to be good teachers, just as with us. We become disciples, followers of the way, in order to make disciples new followers of the way. However, unfortunately, too many people wearing Christian jerseys are playing for the other team. As Paul indicates, those who choose to live their lives, uh, lives as active opponents to the cross or active uh, opponents to God's plan for redemption are players on the enemy's team. Those who deny the sufficiency or the need for the cross are enemies of the cross itself. And oftentimes we find that these individuals live selfish and self-centered lives. They live with more confidence in their abilities to justify themselves and save themselves than in the faith that God and faith in God and the cross. Their fleshly appetites become their God and they often boast of those things that they should be ashamed of. We all have those friends, those friends that, that, that talk so much about how they stepped on this person and on that person to get the job. We, we all have those friends that, that will hurt those people that, that are already hurting just to make themselves feel better. Unfortunately, we know those people that brag about all, the, all manner of evil as if it was a badge of honor. Those are the people, those are the lifestyles that Paul is warning us against. It, it is a, 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 a complete contradiction of the gospel that we're supposed to be living. It is a complete contradiction of the gospel we're supposed to be preaching. It's a complete contradiction of the true and living gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul reminds them, as he reminds us, it is... Reminds us that we and they are not enemies of the cross, for God has redeemed them just like he has redeemed us. He reminds us that we are citizens of heaven, and as citizens, we have certain rights, certain responsibilities, and certain privileges. 
Whenever you are a part of a, a, a country or an institution, you stand firm on the things that, that that country believes in. You are a representative of the standard that goes out that people will know you, uh, know who you are and what you represent, people of God. That is our problem today. Our problem is we, we wear the T-shirts that say I'm a Christian. We have the bumper stickers on the car. We proclaim from the street corners and then we walk a life that is completely contradictory to what we've just said. We wear the jersey that says we're on God's team. For you I will live and for you I will die until the game starts and then we're fighting for the opponent. It is, it is in this time that we have to make a choice who we will serve. It is in this time where when everybody else has en en embraced hate, we must embrace love. It is in this time where everybody else is embracing a lifestyle that is selfish and self-centered and we ourselves have to live selfless even as they talk about us. It is in this time that our journey, though it may seem hard, is right. People of God, as we traverse the territory of a selfish and self-centered society, let us not endeavor to live up to the standard of sin that they hold fast to, but let us endeavor to live a kingdom mindset and be all that God has called us to be. Let us not fit in with the crowd and do all of the wrong things, but let us seek after righteousness that we might be called the sons and daughters of God. People of God, will you live a perfect life? No. Will you live a perfect life? No. Will you make mistakes? Yes. But God is bigger than any mistake that we can make. And just as he forgives us, just as he grants us mercy, just as he loves us through it all, guess what? It is our job to show others that same amount of love, that same amount of mercy, that same amount of grace. It is for us to show people the gospel every day. And if we will live a life that illustrates the love of God and the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, if we will live a life that is so different than what the world shows that people see the difference in us if we will live a life, a life that is called, a life that is anointed, a life that proves that God is amazing, he's awesome. If we will live that life, then I promise you, we will empower those around us to also live a life that is acceptable to God. And by living, we will go ye therefore making disciples of all nations and of all men and of all that we come in contact with, people of God. Let us embrace all that God has for us. Let us live the example that is before us. Let us do nothing out of rivalry or empty conceit. Let us have no confidence in our flesh or our ability to earn our own salvation. Let us depend solely on the God of our salvation. Let us look out for and love everyone, whether they be Jew, whether they be Greek, whether they be black, whether they be white, whether they, whether they be gay, whether they be straight, whether they uh, look like us or don't look like us, whether they go to our church or we find them on the street. Let us always lean towards grace and love. Let God 
be bigger than any societal divide in this place. Let us live on purpose, with purpose, in purpose. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.